One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When the WWF became the WWE in 2002, it was more than just a name change. Not sure we thought this at the time, but looking back, it did indeed serve as the catalyst for a bunch of wrestlers to just disappear. Given some of these were never explained, if we are keeping it kayfabe, it means they are literally missing persons. So let us find out what really did happen to them, because I am Simon from What Culture. Please hit that subscribe button for more glorious content. And this is 10 Wrestlers Who Vanished when the WWF became WWE. Number 10, Sean Stasiak, or Meat. And as he has come up, I will tell you my story quick. Because when me and a friend went to WCW over here in the UK and were basically both kids, we decided to shout Meat at Sean as loud as we could. He saw, looked sad, walked off, I still regret it. It is kind of nuts that this gimmick and that of Planet Stasiak were all WWE had for him. Because look at the guy. He is six foot four, jacked. His dad was a star. He looked like Vince McMahon made him in a lab. This already did come to a head when he returned to the company after World Championship Wrestling had been bought out. Because not only did Stasiak let slip secret plans when it came to the invasion angle. But once done, he lost 15 matches in a row on Sunday Night Heat. It didn't look good. I think Sean knew that too, so asked for his release, but on TV, poof, he just wasn't there anymore. It seems like he was just done because he only wrestled four independent shows before becoming a very successful chiropractor. Stasiak is still doing the rounds as well as I saw him at WrestleCon during WrestleMania 38 weekend. So good for him. He got out. And he is happy. Number nine, Deborah. Deborah had two significant runs, both in WCW and the WWF. A combined six years meant she was a mainstay on TV, and while she didn't wrestle that much, she would pop up all the time, most famously alongside Jeff Jarrett, before teaming up with then husband Stone Cold Steve Austin. Zoom forward to 2002, though, and things did indeed get weird. After butting heads with Stephanie McMahon before the Royal Rumble, where a brawl broke out, which seemed like a big angle, by June, she was shown the door. At the time, people were baffled, but once again, it was never addressed on the show. We were soon going to find out why. Shortly after, it was revealed that Deborah's marriage with Austin was falling apart, including a charge over domestic abuse. For the record, Steve pleaded no contest to these charges and was given a year's probation as well as a fine. But it's all out there from both sides. You can hear the stories. This was around the same time the rattlesnake was also gone from the company, and whereas he returned in 2003, Deborah would never be seen again. The pair officially divorced that year too, and ever since, I don't even know, as long as she's doing okay. Number eight, Steve Blackman. The greatest thing to happen recently was a photo courtesy of the Hardys where they were posing with Steve Blackman. We haven't seen him in years, and yet there he was, looking great, and like he could still kick your ass. Let's make it very clear, I love that guy, 
Don't even know why. He was also one tough SOB, and you don't need to read any autobiography from his peers to hear the stories. Hardcore Holly once told a tale about how he was ready to kill Bradshaw after he deliberately wound him up, which makes the fact Al Snow convinced him to wear a piece of cheese on his head even more mad. What powers does that guy have? I always felt like Blackman could be one of those dudes that floated around for ages, but sadly it was the other way around. WWE had teamed Steve up with Grandmaster Sexay, because why not? And when he got released, the martial artist was sent down to HWA, which at the time was considered developmental, you tell me. This is why when his contract expired in October 2002, he decided he was done. I think we've seen him once since then during the 15th anniversary of Raw. He also never really made that many indie appearances and literally decided that was that and went and beat up a tree or something. I don't know. He definitely could. Number 7, Perry Saturn. What a year 2002 was for Perry Saturn. When it began, he had just finished his Moppy storyline. If you don't know, Google it right now. So WWE decided to try and turn him into a serious warrior again. Given that he had just been in love with a cleaning utensil... I don't really know what they thought was going to happen. Just before the big initial change, Saturn was drafted to SmackDown during the first roster split, and it was bad instantly because he was the last person to be named. It then got worse when he injured his ACL, and four months later, when it was time to let guys go, Perry was told he was on the list. That is a mad turnaround, given a year prior, the Radicals had been the coolest thing ever. Following this, it didn't really click either, because after a small stint in TNA, a few New Japan dates and some indie bookings, Saturn was just gone, barely even with a word. Very sadly, as we soon learned, Saturn had some very serious personal issues with drugs and ended up being homeless. The good news is today he has overcome all that and is back on his feet, but it goes to show. Take every day as it comes... You really never know. Number six, Terry Runnels. If you watch the Attitude Era, you know almost every single Raw featured Terry Runnels, literally nearly every one of them. She was a backstage interviewer, a wrestler, a manager, a sometimes girlfriend, turned up as Melina every now and then. She was a fixture of WWF TV as we headed towards the millennium. And then we had the name chains, got to the end of 2002, and nobody knew where she was. Now, Terry must have had some goodwill built up, because despite barely ever getting into a story, she wasn't released until March 2004. It really did feel, though, like after the influx of new women after WCW was done, she got bumped down the card. And when other projects, such as the WWF XS show, dwindled, there wasn't much else for her to do. It got even more strange, as 15 months after not doing a whole lot, she teamed with Lita to lose to Molly Holly and Gail Kim and then fell off the wrestling map. Terry was on Raw 25 in 2018 and a talking head on Dark Side of the Ring, but otherwise, she had clearly had her fill. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Big 
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Number five, the Godfather. So Charles Wright hasn't gone anywhere. We see him all the time, usually talking about The Undertaker. But in terms of that 2002 period, it was a proper 180. We all know the deal with the Godfather character too, but look, it was crazy over and got reactions every single night, which is why when the newly found WWE decided to fire him in December, some people went, huh. It was such a roller coaster too, as he had spent six months as the good father alongside Wright to censor, which he has since admitted he hated, before we got to the Royal Rumble and boom, the pimp was back. What a sentence that is. It can't have been the ultimate plan, however, as while he did get a little run, as soon as the World Wrestling Federation was gone one month later, so was he. Wright basically retired after this, although did do some matches here and there, but look, he's married, he's got kids, he's in the Hall of Fame, he has a successful business, so it ain't all bad. Kinda did feel like he'd get a bigger send-off than this, though. Before Ron Waterman. Forget Brock Lesnar. In the early 2000s, everybody was saying that Ron Waterman was the next big thing. He was thrown around in the same breath as the Beast, given they were tagging together, and was in the same developmental class that housed John Cena, Batista, and Randy Orton. It really did feel like Waterman was gonna be the guy, especially especially as he was a high school wrestling coach who had done MMA, this is the stuff that WWE loves. So you may now be saying, well, I've never heard of the guy. And that's because it all went weird. After being called up in 2002 and working some Raw and SmackDown dark matches, he was fired before he even got on TV. Yep. Happening in July 2002, just as we were getting the F out, I don't think anybody knows why. I suppose they just figured he didn't have it, or they were too busy looking at Brock. Ron soon returned to mixed martial arts and was in New Japan for a bit in 2005, although mostly he started to fight fires. So fair play to that guy out there saving lives and helping cats in trees. Number three, the Big Boss Man. The Big Boss Man was and is one of the most underrated wrestlers ever. I don't think we realize how smoothly he moved around the ring given how big he was. The worst part is that in 2004, at just 41 years old, he passed away from a heart attack. It was horrible. His final days in the WWE were odd too. The Boss Man returned towards the end of 2001 after an injury, got in the Raw Rumble, had a brief tag team with Mr. Perfect, and then found himself lounging around on Sunday Night Heat. We then got to May when he lost to Tommy Dreamer, and very sadly got hurt again. As this is what had kept him out for a lot of 2001, both parties wanted to find something for him to do, so the real-life Ray trailer went down to OVW to help the new generation of wrestlers. It really did feel like sooner or later he would be brought back before his tragic end, because I tell you, he is great that man we do not respect him enough number two x-pac somehow x-pac left wwe in july 2002 and hasn't competed in a vince mcmahon owned ring since i mean how it's even more nuts because by september that year sean waltman was already back in the ring and even in 2022 he was having matches against joey janella 
so he can still go and yet nobody is ringing his damn phone. The relationship is still intact as X-Pac is a two-time Hall of Famer these days and pops up a lot as a face to wave when needed, but this is a dude who changed the game in many ways. Surely we can come up with something. Waltman 2 seems game as he has mentioned it during the odd interview here and there, and the craziest stat is that he has been around forever and yet is only 49 years old. Doesn't make any sense. So at the very least, let's get him as a special surprise in the Rumble. Not sure why we went off on this tangent, given it's nothing to do with the video, but still, I am very passionate about this. Number one, Bill Buchanan. Are you ready for this? Bill Buchanan spent eight years under WWE employment. Mad, right? Originally signed to a developmental deal in 1995, his first major role was with the Truth Commission. The less said about that, the better. But then he just bumped around the place. Had a tag team called Armageddon alongside Sniper, became friends with the Big Boss Man, won the tag titles alongside the Good Father, and was even John Cena's lackey when he was a rapper. So the man did everything and anything he could to survive, but as ever, when that E came into focus, he was screwed. He was able to make it through to 2003, but in early February, got the chop, which wasn't a major surprise. Bull hadn't done much other than appear on Velocity. Buchanan was busy after this with All Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah and worked indie dates all all the way through to 2014, so that's nothing to sniff at. What's really interesting is in 2006, WWE invited him back for a tryout before an episode of SmackDown. I suppose it didn't work out. To tie all this in, and in case you don't know, he still does have ties to WWE. If you go and watch NXT 2.0 and lay your eyes on Brooks Jensen, yep, that is his son, the Circle of Life. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.